Well, good morning. It's uh, Bruce here. I'm one of the lay ministers at St. Thomas's. And you're very welcome. We'll just wait for others to join us for morning prayer here at St. Tom's. We're using the North Umbria Community Liturgy for morning prayer this morning. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Julie. And Stuart. Good morning, guys. Those of you who joined last week, um, I apologise for the techie error on my part. I have no excuse apart from old age and incompetence, fat fingers perhaps, but we think we've got it right this week, which is always good. So as you join me, hi Dave, good to see you and Ruth. This morning, just to mention that we are using the Northumbria community morning prayer Apologies for my glasses. They've broken. You can see they're, uh, they're together with uh, tape. that great friend of all broken glasses. Morning, Jenny. Morning, Wendy. Morning, Fran. So just ignore the sellotape. Probably can't now I've mentioned it. But anyway, the, uh, and last week I mentioned um, the need for a haircut. Well, the hair fairy has been, the, the, the hair has been cut just in time for my uh, birthday tomorrow. Thank you, Judy, for a lovely haircut. Do uh, join in with comments and um, prayer needs as they arrive uh, uh, during the service a bit later on. It's always good to hear from you. Uh, anything that you feel is important to say, uh, to mention that God might be speaking to you or even to us about love to hear your comments. Yes, Danny, I do remember Stan Ogden in Corrie, indeed. Yes, I hope I'm not emulating him, but hey, uh, the pigeons are at the back looking after themselves. So as we join together this morning, um, although we're using Northumbria morning prayer, uh, I'm actually changing one or two of the readings, but we'll mention that as we go along. Oh, thank you, Leslie. Gary is watching. That's very, very scary. Thanks, Gary. So the opening sentences of morning prayer here at St. Thomas this morning, uh, using the Northumbria Community .org morning prayer liturgy, begins with this wonderful opening sentence. One thing I have asked of the Lord, that is what I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Shall we pray? Father, we seek you this morning. We thank you for the beauty of your creation, for sunshine, for birds singing, for food and shelter. May you come and speak to us this morning as we worship you. Amen. There is a call and some responses which go something like this. 
do join in if you have the words. If not, just uh, enjoy them. The call is, who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. We declare our faith by saying, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. I pause to say hello to Sam Scott, I remember him, and Nina, and Gabby, and others. Great to see you. So today's scripture readings are slightly different from the ones that are published. Forgive me if that knocks you sideways, but um, I've chosen, instead of Psalm 137, Psalm 36, verses 5 to 9. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is the mighty mountains. Your justice, like the ocean depths. Just imagine those things. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. How precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your river of delights. For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Pouring out your unfailing love. Lovely picture there of God's character. God's provision and his promise. Now, following the uh, liturgy for today, I am going to read Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. Good morning, Deirdre. Nice to see you. Jenny, hi. Again, use, well, I don't know what version it is, actually. They haven't told us. Anyway, it's Isaiah 45. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped, 
to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their robes to open doors before him and the gates shall not be closed. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches hidden in secret places, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. A lovely picture there of the intimacy with, with which God holds us. The sense of being fully known by him and one of security. Thank you, Father. Morning, Kate. And the New Testament reading I've chosen, Matthew fourteen twenty-two to 27. Again, the New Living Translation. This comes just after the 5,000 have had a wonderful feast. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. I love it that he just doesn't send them off. He sends them home, back to where they are loved and where hopefully they feel secure. After sending them home, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Probably in Furs, he was there quite some time. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble. Far away from land, for a strong wind had arisen and they were fighting heavy waves. About 3 a.m., Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In fear, they called out, It's a ghost! But Jesus spoke to them at once. Do not be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. How important and how relevant it is for us to know those words from Jesus during this time of pandemic. I don't know about you, but I'm getting to the stage of being slightly fed up with it all wanting to know what our Prime Minister is going to say soon. But whatever happens, I believe those words are so important for us that Jesus suggests, or orders even, that we don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Thank you for all your comments. Keep them coming. They're a lovely distraction and a lovely help to everyone today. In a moment, there's going to be 
today's meditation. And having looked at it, it's written by someone called uh, Andy Rain. It's one of those puzzlers. Who's he talking about? Who is it about? Who is the speaker? I leave it to you to decide. Today's meditation. And do keep the comments coming. Thanks, Danny. I am not here to pass judgment or point the finger at anyone. My name was written in the sand as one who is forgiven, strengthened with hope, impervious to shame. I will walk freely like the freshness of the dry lands after rain. Let light spill out of heaven through my life, dispelling mediocrity and silent blame. Too many people, guilt-stricken, wounded, walk in regret, feeling bad about failing, apologise even for breathing. Raw belief, a passion for others, grows in me encircling each moment with instinctive prayer. I will carry the freshness of the dry lands after rain. Compassion lives in me again. If I may, I'm going to read that again. I quite like it, even though not 100% sure what it's saying, there's some lovely words in it. I am not here to pass judgment or point the finger at anyone. No. My name was written in the sand as one who is forgiven, strengthened with hope, impervious to shame. I will walk freely like the freshness of the dry lands after rain. Let light spill out of heaven through my life, dispelling the mediocrity and silent blame. Too many people guilt-stricken, wounded, walking regret, feeling bad about failing, apologise even for breathing. Raw belief, a passion for others, grows in me, encircling each moment with instinctive prayer. I will carry the freshness of the dry lands after rain. Compassion lives in me again. A moment to ponder as we think and prepare to pray together for those things on our hearts and minds that we want to share and ask God to answer. We pause.
Thank you for your comments. Julie is suggesting that poem is, is, is about one who is forgiven. Oh, yes. And another Julie, Mark's mum, the life of a Christian by God's grace. Oh, yes. So as we come to prayer, do include those items you'd like prayer for. I was reading earlier about those who persist, who knock heaven's door, whose knuckles are sometimes bloodied by the persistence knocking. And, and sometimes it does feel like that, doesn't it? When we keep asking for the same things and we do know God is hearing and he does call us to be faithful. So shall we together pray together? Lord, we ask for uh, persistence to keep knocking, to keep praying, to keep asking you. Forgive us when we find it so hard and fail. But Lord, you know those things on our hearts, those people for whom we're praying, for our Prime Minister and his Cabinet, for all those horribly difficult decisions, Lord, that they're having to make and advise us upon at the moment. Within our own church family, we think of, of Cat, For Janina, for Sue Davis, for others that we know. Lord, meet with them, we pray. Come, Heavenly Father, with your healing. And Father, for those of us cooped up at home and maybe a little bit sick of the four walls that we have, we ask for your patience with each other, with those that we're rubbing shoulders with, for children who are so annoying at times. We love them, Lord. Give us patience. With them we pray. For all those who would just love someone to talk to, Maybe, Father, there's someone that we could ring up this week or pop a note through their door on our walk, on our exercise. May they, those who are lonely, feel your presence, O oh Lord. And we ask that we might be able to see the positives, Lord, amongst all the negatives of lockdown. That once it's all over, Father, we can look up to you and receive your grace. Be more keen to share your love and be able to look out for our neighbour. Thank you for uh, our Queen, for the messages that she has been sharing with us. Will you bless her, Lord, and all those who with her have been celebrating the anniversary of VE Day. Thank you for all those celebrations across Fair Oak, 
across our land, across the world, Lord. Thank you. And pray for those for whom work is perhaps um, becoming difficult. Thank you, though, for those who do have work. Bless those on furlough as they wait to see what will happen. And thank you that when we look to you, Father, we have love and acceptance, your hope and a glorious welcome. And as we join all our prayers together in the Lord's Prayer, praying whatever is most comfortable for us, God knows and God hears. We say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And we close with the blessing. I'd like you to imagine that we are in a bunch and a crowd that we're saying the blessing to each other. This Northumbrian blessing talks about God's peace and the, uh, the crest for, for, his, for his guidance even. So may the peace of the Lord Christ go with us wherever he may send us. May he guide us through the wilderness, protect us through the storm and may he bring us home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown us may he bring us home rejoicing once again into our doors in the name of the father of the son and of the holy spirit amen pray you enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the sunshine whilst we have it and we look forward to seeing you again at 10 o'clock tomorrow on Sunday, our morning worship here virtually at St. Tom's. Thank you for joining in. God bless you.